and a happy What the Hell Everything Day. My name is Smitty. Coming up on the podcast, the internet's going out and we're all going to die. A TikTok mystery illness is probably just a cold. A naked chick destroyed an Outback Steakhouse and got tased. It's crazy. Jeff Bezos is going to space. Elon Musk's neighbors hate him. A sneeze-snot. Sneeze-snot. I knew I was going to ruin that one. A sea snot outbreak in Turkey. And a brand new 420 break all coming up. But remember, of course, go to the Patreon page. Or it would be awesome if you went to the Patreon page. Check out the five-year plan where I'm going to hike through Ireland for a year telling local town history through pub patrons and the publicans, the pub owners. Hiking around Ireland for a year, calling it the five-year plan. And I need support. I need fundraising for it. So that's where the Patreon page comes in. The We Three Smiths Patreon, only three bucks a month. You want to follow along all sorts of extras. And uh, check us out on Spotify, Google, Apple Podcast as well. What the hell everything? What the hell everything? Okay, the internet's going out and we're all going to die. That's probably not true, but uh, I'm sure you're aware by now. It was a couple days ago at this point. Countless websites and apps around the world went down for like an hour yesterday. Uh, <laughs> CNN, The Guardian, New York Times, a bunch of others. Uh, they provide content as well for uh, uh, Twitch, Pinterest, HBO Max, Hulu. You get the idea. And it's just, I think, I always think we're just one good hack away from real good catastrophic <laughs> internet outage, power outage, you name it. If we can go, if we can get a good brownout to happen somewhere for like a couple weeks where, where everybody can just lose their mind, I mean, that would be like the cherry on the insanity Sunday, you know? Uh, and <laughs> I got to say, I saw this story on a bunch of different outlets. And the particular story that I'm going to talk about here was on BBC. And the headline was this websites begin to work again after major breakage. Really? Did you just use fucking point break lingo to describe this fucking <laughs> websites begin to work again after major breakage, bro. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, this story from the USA today about the USA today and i know i i've i, I know many journalists and uh the, the the common theme among journalists and in the free press is that you don't like it when the press becomes the news you know what i mean and there's all sorts of instances where the news are becoming the news lately and it's kind of stupid but in this particular case the usa today is uh, fighting an FBI subpoena that is demanding uh, records that would identify readers of the Florida shooting story. Now, the story happened back in February, and it was about uh, the Florida shooting that killed uh, a couple FBI agents and wounded three others. So uh, maybe the FBI has a personal stake in it. I don't know. Uh, but they're wanting to find out who was reading the story. Uh, and thankfully, because this is where good reporting comes in to me you know is you gotta defend your sources you gotta defend uh, free speech uh the usa today publisher name is marable Perez wadsworth uh quote on the story being forced to tell the government who reads what on our website is a clear violation of the first amendment the fbi subpoena asked for private information about readers of our journalism and it gives a great snarky uh comment later in the article where it says uh yeah it doesn't see where anywhere in this story uh that having our readers information was going to be beneficial to the fbi investigation into this shooting 
Uh, so I'm glad to see that happen every once in a while. Because uh, things like this happen. Moving right along to China. Coming up on the 32nd anniversary. I hate to even use the word anniversary, even though it's a technical term. But anniversary is usually a more celebratory tone. Uh, then in this case, the 32nd anniversary of the Tiananmen Square Massacre in China happened June 4th, 1989, when the Chinese government uh, ordered the military to enforce martial law and clear Tiananmen Square after weeks of protests by students demanding democratic reform. So, And Beijing basically forbids even recognizing that the massacre t- took place. They remove images uh, from searches, which is exactly what happened in this case, but only... Well, not only, but uh, specifically on uh, the Microsoft's search engine, Bing, where Bing used search Tiananmen Square and like zero pictures. You know what I'm talking about? The picture from Tiananmen Square, where it's the guy with the bag standing in front of the tanks. Uh, very famous image and a very famous image. If you were to say, hey, show me a, 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 an image that uh means freedom or means the fight for freedom like that would be a top 5 picture so microsoft bing <laughs> good luck all it would show is a couple tanks it would not essentially that image got removed from microsoft my long ass winded fucking story back around is that uh they're like oh yeah it was human error that caused <laughs> <laughs> the the tank man disappearance from our search engine. Uh, my human error theory is uh, Chinese spies started working for Bing. Maybe Bing's working for China. I mean, like, I don't want to go that far. I mean, that's crazy to say that, right, Bill Gates? But <laughs> look, but here's where conspiracy theories come in, and where the people that are really just like uh, looking for anything that already hate Bill Gates or whatever. Uh, that looks fucking bad. That's somebody in there deleting shit off of uh, 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 off of Bing and restricting your search, essentially. How it happened, I don't know. I don't like talking about it much, but I like bringing it up <laughs> just to have long-winded stories because fucking A. And I can't even really believe that I'm going to say these words, but I just got on TikTok. <laughs> and it's as bad as I imagined it. Now, it brings me to this story that on TikTok right now, there's a mystery illness. Uh, everybody's on TikTok going, oh, man, I've had a runny nose, a fever, and a cough for like a few days. And they're like, it's the cold. Shut the fuck up. That's honestly. But TikTok is just the worst where the dumbest things catch. And like, I wish if I could figure out how to even get on TikTok without the uh immediately being inundated by garbage music and garbage things because it's honestly i can't even open it up half the time because it's just gonna be stupid i'm just trying to figure out how to promote the podcast and do it halfway funny fucking tiktok another mysterious illness this time out of new brunswick canada where this is a mysterious a quote from the headline a mysterious brain syndrome uh it sounds like me but Bunch of conspiracy theories. There's neurologists working 12-hour days on this thing, and it's been going on for over a year. And the reason, mostly, that it's not been getting any, at least any national news is because of COVID, and that's already, that's already a pandemic that's huge. But they're saying there's like 48 people from New Brunswick, Canada, 
with a, quote, baffling mix of symptoms, including insomnia, impaired motor function, and hallucinations, such as nightmarish visions of the dead. Uh, pretty sure that's how what happens in fucking Walking Dead. When Shane turned when he died, ah, you're a fucking zombie. And that's where it starts, in New Brunswick, Canada. I always uh, thought the zombie apocalypse was bullshit, but uh, there you go. That's how it starts, and that's not true. None of that is true. Uh, but people are freaking out, kind of, in uh, New Brunswick. Where they're like, is it environmental? Is it is it fish or deer meat or anything else we're eating? Uh, they And as I said earlier, the sluggish response is because of the global pandemic, That uh, the spotlight that's already on that. Uh, but I just like reading stories that... <laughs> When medical experts are like, meh, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Have fun with it. Now, that story could be bullshit. Uh, probably isn't. I'm going on the, uh, the firm belief that that story was real, but you never know. I'm usually pretty confident in my ability to spot fake news, uh, but apparently that is a telltale, telltale sign of being easily duped by fake news. <laughs> a story out of The Guardian uh, essentially says, people who are most confident about their ability to discern between fact and fiction are also the most likely to fall victim to misinformation. Uh, now, essentially what that is, is pretty much essentially what I've been saying for a long time. Brother Levi says the same thing, where uh, nobody should just know you are right. There should always be uh, uh, some kind of something in you that says, maybe I'm wrong. You shouldn't know 100%. And uh, I feel like that is essentially what that says. But I'm still pretty confident. And <laughs> all right, out of Ocala, Florida, uh, an Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> It doesn't say anything in this story. Actually, there wasn't a story. There was just a cell phone video posted to Twitter. It does, Nothing alluding to drugs other than the fact that this naked chick is destroying an Outback Steakhouse in Ocala, Florida. I'm <laughs> uh, just going to get rid of that silverware thing and get rid of all these fucking glasses. Fuck this bottle, too, and all that. <laughs> Just, uh, just naked up there destroying shit. Yeah. Fuck that glass and fuck these glasses and fuck that thing to you. <laughs> this guy over here just filming away. Like, wow. Thinks he's safe. I mean, he is safe. Nothing happens to him. Spoiler alert. Dude, I wouldn't want any part of that. I know some people want to just, like, Film things and see, check this shit out. Dude, I don't want to be any part of that. I'm leaving without paying my bill. I might come back later when she is apprehended, but I don't want to be any fucking way around this. Oh boy. Oh man. And just a uh, uh, fair warning she straight up gets tased after throwing bottles at the cop, which uh, is advised. I mean,. Sounds like a good move, right? Keep walking towards the police when he tells you to stop. Right between the fucking tits, you know? You know, 
Again, nothing in that story about drugs, but uh, two plus three equals fucked up. Uh, this story out of Australia, a company by the name of Copter Pack. Now, I will say, it does say in the story that uh, the company Copter Pack is mysterious, first of all. Uh, second of all, they just released a video of the very first test flight of a prototype electric helicopter backpack. Essentially a jetpack, except electric. There's no uh, jets involved, I'm sure. Uh, semantics, schmemantics, I don't care. It's an electric jetpack. Let's watch video of this fucking crazy shit. I, uh, I love innovation. I love the fact that somebody's like, I want to make it a Man. See, I say this all the time. Everybody wants to get, uh, uh say that electric, uh, power is not efficient for cars or whatever. It's not, the technology's not there yet. Yeah, but it is getting there, and we are so close to just crazy, insane things that will be readily available. Electric car batteries will become cheaper. Electric cars will become cheaper. We'll have fucking jetpacks. Uh, I didn't uh, look to see why this company was so mysterious. Uh, could be worth looking into. Could be worth looking into if I was going to buy one of those, you know, but uh, I'm not going to buy one of those because I uh, have a Patreon page for the low, low price of $3 a month. I'm not in the position to buy fucking jetpacks. <laughs> I've been watching the, I can't remember what the name of the documentary is. It was on Prime and it's narrated by Josh Brolin and it was uh, uh, made probably 10 years ago or so. And it was like uh, the evolution of us or the history of mankind. I can't remember. It's like, I don't know, 10 episodes or something about literally uh, humans evolving and first walking out of Africa and setting up settlements in uh, China and uh, England and such. So I'm way into that stuff. So it was a cool story to read. Uh, and this was uh, uh, based on... Uh, Examined graves of 177 men, women, and children, Stone Age uh, burial site from in Russia, where all of these, more than half of these burials uh, contain rattlers, which were made up of elk teeth. Essentially, they would wear them around their neck, and they, they surmise in this study from the University of Helsinki that uh, essentially danced around the fire uh, for hours in psychedelic trances, and I'm like, yeah, that makes so much sense. The psychedelics probably had a lot to do with uh, Homo sapiens fucking Neanderthals. It's always fun to point those out every once in a while when you see somebody that is like, oh, yeah, right there, there's proof that uh, Homo sapiens bang Neanderthals. Absolutely. The biggest proof, though, is in the show Naked and Afraid, which <laughs> I'm all about these uh, shows, these survivor shows, if you're actually trying to survive, not like the actual show survivor, F that. But a naked and afraid is it was it uh, was it naked and afraid XL? Why don't I know that Roman numeral? Hmm, XL. It's not fifty. It's not the fiftieth fucking season of Naked and Afraid. I don't understand. Never understood why they had to be naked in the show. Like, yeah, we used to be naked, uh, but we don't now. We have clothes. There's no reason. On a recent episode of Naked and Afraid XL. <laughs> E.J. Snyder is one of the all-star cast members, and he had to deal with severe lacerations to the scrotum. Now, they gave him the option of like, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll fly you off the island. You can go to the hospital and get it 
fucking fixed, or we can stitch you up here and you might get an infection <laughs> on your dick. Uh, he went with the possible infection to his dick. I guess that's worth millions of dollars or whatever they're getting for this show. Uh, not worth it. Uh, Jeff Bezos is going to space along with his brother, which I think is kind of cool. He's like, my brother's my best friend and we're going to space together. That is kind of rad. Now he steps down July 5th from being the CEO of Amazon. Uh, July 20th, he along with, I think, uh, six people, something like that, are going to go to space. I'm not sure what their uh, journey is exactly going to be, uh, but he's going. And that's pretty effing rad. It's, we are getting actual flights to space. And like I said in the, uh, earlier in the podcast, they'll get cheaper. <laughs> and there is a chance. I might be able to go to space some point in my life, and uh, that is easily, if I could just live long enough to go to space, that's all I want. It's not all I want, but it's one of the things I want. Uh, Elon Musk is another guy going to space, and his neighbors apparently hate his guts. He set up in the coastal village of Boca Chica in Texas. Where uh, Now, this is a town, unlike a lot of tourist towns, even though it's a gorgeous spot, uh, mostly locals. Thing is, a lot of locals don't like Elon Musk and SpaceX setting up uh, right there at Boca Chica. They're setting up the launches there. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those things. It's just too loud, and there's cranes and rockets and things everywhere. I mean, I'm sure the argument is a little more nuanced than that, uh, I'm sure. But uh, it sounds just like bitchy neighbors, you know. Yeah, it sucks for your view, but that guy's trying to get a million people to Mars by 2050. Fuck off in the name of science. Out of the UK, the police are getting mocked relentlessly for using a big-ass tow truck to haul an electric scooter, and that is really funny. You should be mocked. <laughs> just throw the trunk of your car. That's all you got to do. Yeah, can we get a tow truck for that? That's funny. Uh, in Idaho, this is also funny, but sort of not nice, uh, where an Idaho farmer reportedly lost dozens of lambs. Ha ha, real funny, Smitty. <laughs> in a series of bald eagle attacks, which started in April, which is insane to me. Now, it's insane because they're not taking off with these lambs. They're not eating them, at least in most cases. They've lost 54 uh, about $7,500 in losses. Seven lambs in one day at the height of attacks. They weighed between 12 and 80 pounds. I don't know what the uh, uh, the weight limit is for a bald eagle to carry off, but I feel like it could carry a 12-pound uh, lamb, maybe? I just love it every once in a while when beautiful Mother Nature just uh, shows you sometimes we don't care and we just want to kill things. <laughs> And I saw immediately on most of the posts for this news, Rob Zombie directing the Munsters. Yeah, his wife's going to be in it. Oh, he's got these shitty B-list actors, which there was a point in time where I would have defended Rob Zombie. And I love Rob Zombie uh, just as an artist. I'm happy he fucking makes all these movies that are insane. I watch them all. But there is something to that criticism where... You know, I, he's in charge of the movie. He can put in it whoever he wants. Uh, but at some point, the same people are in your movie, and they're not the greatest actors to begin with. It just loses what could be otherwise a good fucking story. And, you know, Universal is going to throw some money at him to do the monsters, and I'm just curious. 
<laughs> if they were like, uh, yeah, uh, don't put uh, that guy in it, or maybe don't put her in the lead role again, or maybe don't do this. I wonder if they did that. I'm curious to see how that goes. But uh, Rob Zombie is doing the Munsters, and I'm going to watch it. I want it to be good, even though I'm not a Munsters fan necessarily. I'm a Rob Zombie fan. This is one of the more disturbing stories uh, that I've heard in a long time. Uh, John Hinckley, John Warnock Hinckley Jr. specifically, he was the guy that uh, tried to kill Reagan, shot Ronald Reagan in 1981. Now, wasn't that a Jodie Foster thing, the guy that shot Reagan? Was it, didn't he have like a thing with Jodie Foster too, or he was sending her? Was that the guy that shot fucking Lennon? I can't remember. It's too hard to keep the psychos straight. I don't know. Uh, but let's watch this video because uh, John Hinckley Jr., he's been in a psychiatric hospital for 35 years. And he just released some new music on his new YouTube channel. <laughs> I can't even believe. I mean, I guess I can believe. To me, prison was always the thing that where you just weren't allowed to do anything because you're in fucking prison. And now there are like prisoners uh, on the internet. You can do whatever. Get. I've heard of all kinds of insanely complicated things that you can smuggle into prison. Uh, it doesn't even seem like that terrible of a place to be. I take that back for any sort of karma that might haunt me later. <laughs> but uh, that being said, this guy wrote a fucking song, and it's just going to be uh, uh, hilarious, probably. All right, so uh, this is titled John Hinckley Sings Two Original Country Songs. I don't know. I'm probably not going to make it through them mostly at all. But let's see what happens. John Hinckley sings it two original country songs, and it's going to be creepy. It has to be. Watch, it's fucking brilliant. That doesn't look like original country songs. Oh, you don't. All right, yeah, that's fucking creepy. Oh, and he's singing about chemistry, man. Uh, no, no, you don't. No, you don't have chemistry. Okay, man. Perfect lead-in. Time for your 420 break. Should I be getting made for this, boys? Water bomb so smooth, you don't realize how high you're getting. Till it's too late. I am fucked up out here. <laughs> Dudes, you guys need to stop being creepy. How do you know if you're creepy? Look at the comment you just made or the comment you're thinking about making on that chick's post or tweet and ask yourself, how is this going to be received? Has she ever expressed interest in anything related to me ever other than just being polite? Did she ask for a picture of your dick? Because, guys, I got to tell you, you're making all of us single guys that aren't trying to fuck look bad. Look, I'm friends with a lot of single women on Facebook. One, because I friend everybody, it's inevitable. 
Which is sort of like a six packs on Mars question. What's your reasons for friending people on Facebook? Friends or networking? Networking all the way, by the way. Obviously, there's friends on my Facebook, and I've become real friends with Facebook friends as well. But it's networking 100%. Pipping this podcast ain't easy. But also, Facebook knows I'm single, so they suggest single women as friends. So, being the observer that I am, I see all the single women getting hit on by all the single dudes. I mean, wait. You know as well as I do, it doesn't even matter if any of them are single anyway. They're just all out there trying to fuck. And it's sort of hilarious, although super creepy. We can all see you. I watch these same dudes swarm some chick if there's even a hint of an air of possibly looking at maybe finding some sort of mate. And it's like that fucking gif of a chick with a bunch of hot dogs getting thrown at her face with the caption, when you change your relationship status to single. What makes me different? Literally nothing. When I was trying to date, I made the mistake of asking a couple women out on Facebook, but it just seemed wrong. Like, yeah, I'm single and she's single and seems cool. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Except, it's creepy. It's sort of like trying to hit on your waitress. Stop it! These chicks are getting hit on left and right by every other dude, and I would say probably averaging five different dick pics a week. It's pretty disgusting, actually. Also, and I can't even believe I'm saying this, but I'm choosing at least semi-celibacy for the next five or six years. I'm too busy over here trying to manifest. Ain't nobody got time for that shit. Oh, and what's semi-celibacy, you ask? Because I never say never, and I leave myself open to the possibilities of one-night stands and pity lays. Seriously, though, I'm so focused on my goals that I refuse to give anybody the time they deserve for a real relationship, so I choose to not even fuck around with the remote possibility that I could get involved. And it's got to seem weird to some, but believe it or not, I do get asked out on occasion. And even though I believe in what I'm doing, there's still a strong hint of... What the fuck is wrong with me? This gorgeous woman asked me to go out. Did I just say, sorry, I have a podcast to do? And they're like, are you sure you have a podcast to do? Because tits. Fuck. Look, I'll never, ever bitch about boobs. And I'm not bitching about boobs now. If any happen to come my way, I'll never tell you to fuck off. But you know what I won't do? Follow it up with a dick pic. Knock it off, you fucking creepies. And that's your 420 break. And now you feel normal. And I want to thank you for joining me on the What the Hell Everything podcast. Check out the other podcast, uh, Six Packs on Mars, Episode 10. Be looking for that. The Conspiracy Theory Special. Also, Rock and Roll Roundtable, Episode 5, right around the corner. Uh, December and uh, Michael Stevens and myself are always reviewing albums, and it's super fun. Check me out on Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, a lot of extra musical podcasts like Rock and Roll Roundtable and uh, Smith's Favorite Things. You can find those on Spotify. Check the Patreon page out, Consider Considery, how about consider uh, becoming a patron for the low, low price of only three bucks a month? Thanks, everybody. What the hell, everything? What the hell, everything?